Ultimately, for me, when I think about popular culture, I think about what our social norms are. What are what are the, the, the ideas, the concepts, and the beliefs that a majority of people in our society have accepted as a norm, that they've accepted? It doesn't cause them cognitive dissonance. It doesn't cause them to, you know, push back. It doesn't cause them to feel, um, you know, othered or disadvantaged by these concepts. And, and it's pretty, it's just normal. And all throughout history, as we look back, we can see where some things were once taboo that are now normalized today. So ultimately, we are trying to normalize the various elements of my theory of indivisibility so that more people can feel included in our society and more people can feel like they belong in our society and that we can continue to do our part towards ending oppression of all types. The Grow Dialogue podcast is a liberation project that explores equity, inclusion, belonging, conflict resolution, and culture in the workplace and beyond, including in our personal relationships, families, and communities. Each week, Dr. Sunjata Sunjata and I will bring you insightful guest interviews and artistic expressions curated to amplify emerging voices who are sharing practices that support society's transition to a more collaborative, just, sustainable, and liberating coexistence. We live during a time when divisiveness and polarization dominate the social, economic, and political discourse. In response to this reality and empowered with the skills of authentic dialogue and systems thinking, Dr. Sunjata Sunjata created an anti-oppression framework for social sustainability called Theory of Indivisibility to help illuminate a different path forward. Our hope is that these conversations and calls to action will ignite tolerance and empathy and provide guidance for our global listeners who want to actively engage in ending all forms of oppression while creating thriving relationships in the workplace and beyond. I'm Mariella Marie. Let's grow dialogue. All right, so we are live and I'm really excited to roll into our second theme for this podcast. We've, we've been interviewing, well, I should say, you've been interviewing some beautiful minds, um, you know, as it relates to corporate culture. And now we're going to pivot into popular culture. But I just want to help set the stage for our listeners, because I know that, you know, popular culture is such a big concept, reality. I mean, so I want to set the stage with how we can define it together, you know, as Grow Dialogue, so that our listeners can, you know, be on the same boat. So, um, again, let's set the stage by defining what popular culture means according to a few authors who have written extensively on the subject. And then we'll briefly reflect on popular culture's impact on our society. For example, you know, how we express ourselves or how we communicate with others, how we consider or what we consider to be socially acceptable, moral, radical, all that jazz. Um, but again, let's set the stage first. So Sunjata, I'm going to read three interpretations of what popular culture is as interpreted by a few authors on Science Direct. Um, that includes various journals and books. Okay. So yes, here we go. After I read each one, I'll hold space so that we can see which you resonate with and help our listeners understand what we're going to specifically be diving into on the podcast. So this first one is popular culture involves a gamut of objects practices, meanings, and cultural contexts usually produced and consumed by mass audiences around the world. 
To speak of distinctly local or national popular cultures seems ever more challenging in a globally interconnected world. Popular culture is creatively diverse, geographically dispersed, commercially varied, and politically multifaceted in nature. It cannot be divorced from indices of social and economic differences. So this comes from the International Encyclopedia of Human Geography. Please bear with us. These are very, you know, chewy words as we've got, you know, some authors that are diving in deep on the subject. But Sunjata, what resonates with you the most as it relates to what we'll be diving into for our pop culture theme on the podcast? Well, what resonates to me the most, Mariella, is the idea that popular culture involves a gamut, like that word gamut, which means to me like a wide variety of objects, practices, meanings, in cultural context, because you know, for the most part, when I generally speak, think of uh, popular culture, you know, I think about like celebrities and pop music and like pop culture news, which tends to be about you know music, uh, movie, art, and the arts. So I I'm, I appreciate that this particular uh, explanation brings in the idea that it's a range of things beyond just you know popular people. Um, and, and, and famous folks and goes into the variety of objects, practices, meanings, and cultural contexts. So that's what stands out to me about that first definition. All right, cool, cool. All right, moving on to the second definition here. I'm gonna read this again, and Sunjad, I'd love to hear you reflect on it. So this one reads, popular culture is ubiquitous. It shapes and is shaped by our everyday lives. Despite the pervasiveness of popular culture in the lives of youth, its relationship to school curriculum remains contested. In this book, two strands of recent studies are reviewed, research that considers popular culture as curriculum and research that examines the relationship between popular culture and curriculum. It is suggested that scholars locate future research on popular culture and curriculum at the intersections of youth practices, pedagogy, and media. And this comes from the International Encyclopedia of Education. So Sunjata, what resonates with you the most here with this interpretation um, as it relates to what we'll be diving into on, on the podcast here with pop culture? So what's interesting about this definition is that, you know, it's, it's for a encyclopedia of education. So obviously it brings in, you know, pedagogy and, you know, working with young people and, and, and how it impacts youth. Um, for me though, what truly stands out is the first sentence popular culture is ubiquitous, it's shaped and is shaped by our everyday lives. I think that's a very, very important statement because it's, it it gives you know us as humans agency, us as individual humans agency, so that we don't have to uh, think of popular culture as something that's ha only happening to us, but it's also something that we have an impact on as well. And that speaks directly to the power of what I think we we are doing with this podcast we're not saying we're just going to accept things for the way they are we're saying we want to elevate certain voices that's putting out a specific message around equity inclusion belonging uh anti-oppression authentic dialogue etc so i really really um that's what i will pull out from from that particular definition i love it so so far popular culture is a gamut of objects it involves a gamut of objects and also popular culture is ubiquitous. So I love just how open it is because it helps for a col collaborative um, exploration to, to happen essentially. And it's not just like you said, like these 
figures that we have in media are determining things for us because they are so you know popular um, as it relates to what we are consuming. So thank you for breaking that down. All right, so we got the third one here. And this one reads, popular culture comes into existence as a contrast with the then normatively superior high culture associated with the aristocracy and bourgeoisie. Conversely, various social actors have increasingly developed the idea of popular culture as a means of affiliating themselves with the masses, illustrating their disdain for cultural elitism. Popular culture is synonymous with Western material culture, leading to the subsequent objectification of authentic local cultures. And this comes from the International Encyclopedia of Human Geography. So Sunjata, what resonates with you on this last interpretation here as it relates to how we are gonna dive into popular culture on the podcast? Well, what's interesting about this last definition is that it kind of, it brings in like the origins of the idea of popular culture as something that stood in contrast to, um, you know, cultural elitism. What the era, the aristocracy and the, and the bourgeoisie uh, did and what their cultural norms were. And then there was like the culture of the masses. And over time, because, you know, the way I'm seeing like the evolution of this, it evolved into what we understand it to be today. So I appreciate what that gave there. Um, and it also talked about, you know, how it then goes on to talk about how Western culture is kind of, because of globalization, it's kind of dominating and it tends to erase authentic local cultures. Um, so something that stands out to me with that is I feel like, you know, a part of what we're doing is we're amplifying voices through this podcast um, that tend to be erased or excluded from pop culture as we currently know it. So again, you know, I think that as we move into, or I know that, you know, what we're going to do with the people that we're going to interview is we're bringing, uh, or we, we're, we're basically shining a spotlight on, you know, people and, you know, concepts and realities that aren't necessarily a part of the cultural norm right now, but we're hoping through our work and the work of others um, that these, you know, our, our society and our, and our cultural norms or our popular culture, um, the lens will widen for what that means and we'll have more inclusion in terms of what that means so more people and stories are understood and accepted. Yes, and I just, this is a great moment to reflect on on our previous theme. I just love how you were asking, you know, is there a story that you can bring to mind that has, you know, affected or impacted your life or your work? And, and I'm excited to hear you bring that question into this theme as well. And we'll see, you know, the similarities, the differences. And as you said, just, you know, the emerging voices in this space that are, um, that, we're, that we wanna bring a spotlight to and, and to support elevating their, their perspectives. So as you mentioned before, and as our, our listeners know, we'll be bringing on three voices who are shaping pop culture narratives. Um, and we'll, we'll be asking folks, you know, who, who are really interested in speaking to identity, um, things like gender norms, sex education, food sovereignty as activism. These are just to name a few themes that, that the uh, guest speakers that we're bringing on will, will speak to. So because we often bring your theory of indivisibility to the center of these conversations, I'd love for you to tell our listeners how you'd like to explore your theory of indivisibility within this popular culture theme as you interview our next three guest speakers. 
Absolutely. For those who have been following, you know, and I've already actually mentioned some of the um, some of the words that are included in my tools of in indivisibility, which are a part of my theory of indivisibility, is that you know we we say that this this podcast is a liberation project, and we talk about amplifying equity inclusion, um, not just in the workplace but also in communities and families and in individual personal relationships, and that's what my theory of indivisibility is all about. You know, we're talking about um, um, emphasizing and amplifying tolerance, empathy, you know, inclusion, plural pluralism. The idea that you know there can there there can be uh, a safe place for, for for varying beliefs, and that our beliefs don't have to compete. You know, uh, the idea of collaboration and sharing, and you know, agency and consent, and all these various elements will be very much so a part of the conversations that that we will be having and those things will be teased out and there'll be underlying themes even if we don't name those things specifically those are the underlying themes and the elements that will emerge you know in these conversations and that's what this project is all about that's what this podcast is all about and i'm really excited for our listeners to to meet these guests and to hear how they are moving in the world in a way where they're amplifying the elements that I just spoke of. Because ultimately for me, when I think about popular culture, I think about what our social norms are. What are, what are the, the, the ideas, the concepts and the beliefs that a majority of people in our society have accepted as a norm, that they've accepted. It doesn't cause them cognitive dissonance. It doesn't cause them to you know, push back. It doesn't cause them to feel um, you know, othered or disadvantaged by these concepts and and it's pretty it's just normal and all throughout history as we look back we can see where some things were once taboo that are now normalized today so ultimately we are trying to normalize the various elements of my theory of indivisibility so that more people can feel included in our society and more people can feel like they belong in our society and that we can continue to do our part towards ending oppression of all types and all kinds. Amazing. Yes, I'm, I'm also looking forward to hearing these interviews. I am, I mean, I have the pleasure of, you know, being in the studio and producing and editing and adding the music and, you know, um, highlighting, you know, the, 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 the specific quotes that you all are speaking to, to just, you know, put on social media and things like that. So I'm really interested in seeing what our, our next three guests have to share. Um, and also I'm really interested in having our listeners join our community so that we can hear how they are defining or redefining popular culture or how it's you know they're able to see it in their in their lives um as you're saying this is a collaborative effort and to be able to co-create and and just you know take I, I just have this image of having clay in our hands and we are shaping and sh you know reimagining what it is so that we can feel included and use these tools of indivisibility um to make it what we want it to be, to have this be an experience that is serving us and that is safe for everyone. So Sunjata, you know, I, I love seeing people write about how your theory of indivisibility is taking shape in their lives and, you know, through these stories and voices that we're bringing on the podcast. So everyone who's listening, you know, hold on to your seats, buckle up, um, join the conversation, join our community, add your comments, let us know what you like, let us know what you want to hear more of. We really want to help Speaking of collaborating together, we want this to be a collaborative effort. So we want to hear from you as we are, you know, going into this next theme of popular culture and our our final theme, which is family culture that is coming after this. So 
Um, thank you for joining us on this ride. Sanjata, anything else you'd like to say before we close out? As always, Mariella, it's a pleasure being here with you. I appreciate all the energy and the excellence that you bring to this production. I hope that our listeners uh, are enjoying it and I can't wait till we get to do it again. I love y'all. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Grow Dialogue podcast. Remember to join our Grow Dialogue community to continue the conversation, activate authentic dialogue, and to get exclusive content, discounts, and special offers on curated artwork and music from independent artists from the Americas. Check out our show notes for more info and visit www.growdialogue.com to join our live events. Don't forget to support us on Patreon. We really appreciate your support.